Welcome to the alternative. Radiator questions virtual reality. Sponsored by ISEDN.org. Is there life beyond the big four search engines? Are webmasters spending more than they need to? Or leaving money on the table? What opportunities exist on the margins? Spend the next hour exploring paid and free alternatives to the major search engines. Now, step into the alternative with your host, Jim Hedler. Welcome to the alternative. Welcome to The Alternatives on webmasterradio.fm. We're sponsored by the ISEDN.org. I'm Jim Hedger from Site Pro News. With me is Dave Davey from BeanstalkInc.com. Hey, Dave. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. We have a great show going, lined up for today, eh? We have mm-hmm. uh, Internet Marketing Legend Mark Joyner coming on. Uh, he's going to be he's gonna be with us in the first hour. And uh, we have Lisa Ware from OneUpWeb explaining holiday stats uh, towards the end of the hour. Both exciting guests. Both exciting. You know, we have this, you and me, we have this nasty habit of running out of time for the first part of the show, so I think we should just jump in really quickly. Good plan. Um, All right. Well, you know, the first thing I've seen out there, first interesting thing that uh, is in the alternative world is, you know, Brian Smith from uh, ComparisonEngines.com? Indeed. Yeah, he's, uh, he's now writing on vertical search for, for Search Engine Watch. And because he's, right, he's putting up all of his material um, about vertical search over, over at Search Engine Watch now, he's selling a domain, and uh, well, a vertical search blog called verticalsearch.net. Um, he's actually asking people to bid at eBay starting at 15000 um, Or if you have another offer, you can uh, contact Brian... On his blog, and I'm just throwing the throwing the address into the Webmaster Radio chat room now. So anybody in the chat room or listening to the show who's interested in uh, in acquiring a search engine or acquiring a pretty interesting blog about search engines, that's the place, eh? That's the place. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in the in the alternative search engine world this week. Um, you noticed three search engines you wanted to talk about, and I came across one that that meets um, our aging demographic. <laughs> what do you got with uh, What do you got with yours? I do, and, and as you pointed out, uh, we keep running out of time, so I'll, I'll try and go through them fairly quickly. But there uh, there's some some neat twists on uh, on some engines. One of them is the fastest growing engine, not to be confused with the biggest engine, but the fastest growing engine in the UK, um, which is EveryClick.com. Uh, and I thought they had a, a rather interesting twist uh, on on search and sort of a, a feel good twist on search. Fifty um, percent of all the revenue they generate, they have their their um, you know, paid ads and all of these sorts of things. Fifty um, percent of all the revenue they generate goes to charity. Um, now I'm sure they're they're making a tidy profit for themselves. Good for them. They're they're business people. But um, just just a neat little thing. And and uh, when I discovered it, I thought yeah, that's, that's definitely worth uh, worth a mention and, and some kudos to them for uh, for trying to do something good. You can either select your charity or it just sort of goes out into the uh, out to the charities as a as a default. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. I'm on the site right now, and I just they have a little search engine that allows you to enter a keyword, something you're concerned about, and uh, choose a charity that you might be interested. So I'm concerned about about the about homeless people. I entered homelessness and got uh, wow, I've got I've got dozens of pages of charities to choose from. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. 
I mean, you can also go through if you want to just run some some standard searches. Uh, they're powered by Ask, and uh, you can go through and and they come up with some sponsored listings, and fifty percent of the revenue goes to charity. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's just a neat little thing. Um, but then another one that I found was WhoToTalkTo.com, which is a, a really interesting sort of take on a job search engine that I found. Um, well, there most of the the employment search engines are relying on employers to go in post postings and and people to apply to them. Um, these ones actually require that before you can run a search to try and find a job, you have to post something. So you know, my uncle owns a you know bar and they're looking for new servers. If I post that in, okay, now I can actually look for something. Assuming maybe I don't want to be the server, uh, may even go so far as I know I'm quitting this job, so they're going to be looking for somebody, <laughs> post that position, and, uh, and off you go. But I thought that's a really interesting way to, to do that, so you're no longer relying on employers, or at least a great way to start out as a job search engine, because you're going to get people um, posting the things that they know of, um, rather than just relying on employers, which are, you know, to count on an employer to find out about your engine to post a job is a little more limiting than just counting on anybody who knows of job postings that are out there. Put them up there, and now you can now you can search for for your own. So, uh, a neat little oh. take, obviously. Hmm? Oh, for sure, no doubt. I'm I'm, I'm looking at the front page of uh, who to talk to dot com. It's a little description of uh, what one of these ads might look like. Uh, somebody who worked for a specific company for a little while, saying, "If you're interested in working there, I can tell you who to talk to or give you some advice on getting hired." That's that's a kind of cool idea. It is a neat idea. Um, and then one, you know what, I, I should have brought this one up because I even knew about it, but I should have brought this one up uh, pre-Christmas, but, you know, here we are and everybody's going to need some, you know, whatever cartridges or, or have a bit extra cash once they pay off their uh, their credit card bills. Um, but there's one that I have found, wise.com, now that's W-I-Z-E.com. Uh, sorry, I staggered on the, uh, on the Z there coming from Canada for a second. Um, but they actually have an interesting ranking system. It's a, it's a shopping search engine, but they have a really interesting ranking system. Now, I've seen a lot of engines that base these sorts of things on, okay, what does the user think um, and what do the experts think? You know, you look at downloads.com, great example of, of an engine that bases it on that. What does the average user think? Um, but one thing that they've brought in that I think is, is really interesting uh, in the way that they're ranking uh, the different products is they also take into account the buzz, the, the news that's going on around a specific product um, at a time. And, of course, they're doing it by, by category. Some categories are going to have a stronger um, buzz around them. But what this effectively does is enables older products, which are obviously going to have less buzz around them, to basically immediately drop in the ranking system. So, you know, you need an MP3 player. You don't want one that's a year old. Well, it's going to have a lower buzz ratio because there's going to be less news about this thing so it starts to drop down. So I thought that was a really neat way to, to be ranking some products. Did a few searches on it, and it, it seems pretty accurate. I, I actually searched for a few products that, uh, that I have and you know looked up a couple computers and stuff like that. And um, they, they seem pretty accurate, and you can read some little reviews and stuff. So it's a, a really interesting take on, on shopping, and I, I'm actually hoping to have them on our show at some point. Excellent. So this is WIZE.com. That's right. Or wize.com for most of the English-speaking universe. <laughs> that's it. And if we have time, actually, there's there's one more I, I'd like to mention, um, and that's nationmaster.com. Uh, nationmaster. Really, okay. Nation what do we have at nationmaster.com? What they have there, it's essentially every statistic you would ever want to know about anything in the world. <laughs> 
shows up on nationmaster.com. Um, I, I took my dad through it. He thought this was just phenomenal because, uh, you know, he's into politics and stuff like this. Um, but essentially, you want to know who has, um, you know, the most weapons per capita, uh, which nation has the most weapons per capita of their military. It's in there. Answers might be uh, a bit surprising to you, but it's in there. Who has, you know, who has the highest uh, average salary? Um, all of this stuff is, is right in there. So I thought, that's a really neat one. Um, that's so pretty anybody who wants to know facts or stats, there they are. You know, sometimes you just want to know why those damn kids are hanging out on your front lawn. <laughs> and if you're one of those guys, here. <laughs> if you're one of those guys, a search engine for you is cranky.com. They're calling themselves the first age-relevant search engine. Now, like, okay, I've, I've always had this like Gen X thing, this this disdain for baby boomers. Uh, you know, like they're, they're the world's most greedy generation of like all time, eh? But. Mm-hmm. As I'm like, I'm almost 40, and as I'm rapidly approaching dotage, I'm developing this humorous appreciation for, you know, their, their ever-present tendency to gaze at their ever-expanding navels. Mm-hmm. And that's why this thing, uh, cranky.com, caught my eye. Now, I don't know how well this is going to work as a search engine or as a business, but if you check out their advertising, go to cranky.com and check yeah. out their advertising page. And you'll be presented with the most incredible stats about baby boomers. And there is a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I think these guys sort of uh, defined the phrase disposable income. Um, anyway, they're, uh, cranky.com is aiming for... Uh, Consumers in the age 50 to 100 age group, they're uh, a serious search engine. I'm not certain where they're getting their search results from. I haven't actually had a lot of time to look into them. But (laughs) if you're looking for advice or life tips or financial, uh, financial advisement and you're over 50, cranky.com is probably the place to go. You can definitely now, tell it. I love they have their top ten searches there only on on an age-relevant search engine with jobs after retirement come in at number two, sex at number ten. <laughs> yes. Just ahead, hostel, just ahead of Elder Hostel and Brain Builders. <laughs> okay, the last, thing, the last thing I want to talk about in the news is this, this, is, actually kind of, this is actually really serious. Um, <laughs> Like most people working in the tech industry, I'm really concerned about net neutrality. You know, anyone who works on the Internet um, who wants to see a free commercial Internet for future generations, I think uh, net neutrality is, is going to define the environment that we work in. And um, last summer, last spring and last summer, things were looking fairly bleak on the uh, net neutrality front. But earlier today, I noticed that a couple U.S. senators, one Republican, one Democrat, have reintroduced a bill to preserve net neutrality um, into the Senate. It's called the Internet Freedom Preservation Act. And over at uh, the, the chat room at Webmaster Radio, I just threw up a link to the act itself. Um, it's designed to prevent the largest Internet service providers from creating a multi-tiered, multi-tiered Internet by charging premiums for, for certain content. Um, 
I mean, imagine uh, a, a massive, a massive carrier like AT and T making a deal with a massive content holder like Google um, to either charge a premium or get a special deal, a special discount for transmission of its of its content. What does that do for fair competition for every other content creator or distributor on the web? Um, not that AT&T and Google have a deal, but as an example. So net neutrality is getting a lot of attention in Washington. Uh, legislators and federal regulators are finally beginning to understand the inherent dangers of allowing major broadband providers to self-regulate the transmission fees. And um, it looks like there's a few legislators who actually understand the Internet beyond Senator Ted Stevens' um, theory of the Internet being a, a series of tubes. <laughs> um, yeah, I noticed, I noticed Mrs. Clinton's in there as well and uh, um, a few other notables. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was, you know, when, the, when we did, had a, a different party for, for president and for, um, for the Congress and, and Senate, um, sort of thought this might be down the road, but seeing that we have representatives of both parties in there, I think is extremely exciting. Uh, extremely exciting that, that we're we're having some some consensus and and really a, a true understanding of what this means, um, not a partisan understanding of of what this means. And I, I think that's that's phenomenal for the state of the internet. Well, you know, hopefully the uh, internet lobby has uh, or the net neutrality lobby has more sway and influence than the telecommunications lobby. We'll see how that works out, but in the meantime, this is all about money, and money makes the world go round, and we've got to pay some bills on webmasterradio.fm, so we're going to commercial. When we come back, we have legendary marketer Mark Joyner with us. The Alternative on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short commercial break. Wrapped and dished. All week long on WebmasterRadio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. And now, transport back into the alternative on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host, Jim Hedger. Man, I love the commercials we have on. I love our commercials. They always sound like so dramatic. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're back on the alternatives. It's, I'm Jim Hedger from sitepronews.com with Dave Davies from Beanstalk Inc. Incorporated. And uh, we're joined by, well, we're joined by a legend today. On the show, we have 
a man who's been called everything from a pioneer to a guru to a snake oil salesman. He's been compared to Corey Rudel, um, and he is one of the original Internet marketers. Um, we have Mark Joyner on the line. Mark, are you there? Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, thanks for, thanks for being on The Alternative. Um, well, as, as I just said, you've been described using words like pioneer, supermarketer, guru. Um, you've been called also a snake oil salesman. How do you describe yourself as a marketer? Well, that's the first time I'd heard the snake oil one, but uh, <laughs> I, I guess I would describe myself as someone who's just going out there looking at what's uh, available and, and trying to find the opportunities and trying to turn those things into things that will help other people. And I, I guess really fundamentally that's what I'm about. You've been marketing online since uh, since the mid '90s, probably perhaps even before. Um, yeah. You've made millions as a as an online marketer. Um, how has the how's your philosophy changed over over the last fifteen years? Hmm. That's a great question. I, I, I would say it's it's probably come full circle. When I first came onto the internet, my uh, original interest in uh, doing that wasn't really um, entrepreneurial per se. Um, I, I was interested in the entrepreneurial uh, possibilities of it, of course, but more than anything else, I was interested in getting out information about some ideas that were really exciting to me, and, and specifically the uh, potential to take a person and push them to their limit. You know, so for example. Uh, is it possible to make someone more intelligent? Is it possible to make someone more effective? And these are things that I've been uh, thinking about you know, ever since I was quite young. So my original websites were all about that. It just turned out that I was very successful at getting that information out there, so people more and more started looking to me uh, for uh, information about how to market on the Internet. At that time, uh, really, as you know, I- I'm sure you go way back uh, to that period, too, there weren't really many people selling that kind of information. There was no rule book about how to market on the Internet uh, at the time. So I started writing some of the early literature about that, and that whole wave sort of caught me up, um, I, I think probably more than anything else, because I was, I was timed appropriately. Uh, you know, I really got into the identity of being uh, an Internet marketing guru. Um, that company uh, grew and grew and grew until one point uh, I, I just didn't enjoy running the company anymore. At our peak, we had uh, 45 employees, and the overhead just to run the company was a quarter of a million dollars a month. And uh, that's a, it's a pretty big bear. And uh, at that time, I wasn't really managing it intelligently. Um, you know, we, we were doing so many different projects, and we didn't have a, a clearly defined uh, vision or direction, um, which in retrospect wasn't you know the wisest thing to do. I was just kind of jumping from you know new idea to new idea, which was great fun, but uh, it's obviously the recipe for building a, a time bomb as well. And so we sold off the company in bits and pieces, closed that down. I, I had a brief uh, brush with uh, network marketing for a while, um, and thank goodness it was brief because uh, at this point in my life, I, I think that it's just a, a terrible destructive force, and I haven't seen network marketing do much good for anyone, um, despite what a lot of people uh, claim it does. And what I I wholeheartedly believed it did back then. Um, and then I just sort of worked in the uh, in the background for a while. I was working on projects uh, with people behind the scenes for about two years, thinking about some new books and sort of rethinking what direction I wanted to go. Um, I had already sort of you know gone to the zenith of, of where I could as a, a quote-unquote marketing guru, and I didn't really have any interest in doing that anymore. I, I saw what that could be. I, I felt like I, I had achieved that. 
And I knew that I wanted to write a couple more books about business, which I've now done, and those are The Irresistible Offer and The Great Formula. But really what I wanted to get into, which is what I'm focused on now, is a larger vision, which is a combination of a philanthropic idea and a company to support those ideas. And And that's uh, what I'm doing now. Would this be Simpleology? Simpleology is sort of the business end of that. Yeah, the idea here is ultimately to, to make it really, really simple. Um, the the grand uh, idea behind it, um, I've got a series of what I call constructs that I've written that I think are mimetic ideas that we can uh, use to, to spread uh, information that's going to help uh, humanity rather than tear it apart, which unfortunately is what's happening uh, on most corners of the globe right now on many different levels. And the core of it is something I call unifying social dynamics. And the, the basic uh, premise behind this is a cursory look at history will tell you that the things that have brought people together in the past have usually been one of two things. That's a common enemy or a common goal. Now, you can unite a group of people by a common enemy, but you know, looking at World War II, for example, uh, the, the bonds uh, that uh, create that kind of unity in that case are obviously quite tenuous, and, and we see many, many cases of this throughout history. But when people are bound together by something that they believe in, for example, the idea of America, freedom and justice for all, um, now we may argue that the, those bonds are being chipped away at right now in various ways, but the point is uh, common uh, good is something that people can get behind in the long term. And so we want to create initiatives across borders, across economic borders, across national borders, across religious and ideological borders, Borders and get people involved in projects that are supporting this idea. And ultimately, we have to understand that the, the way the world is set up right now, the average individual is not really able to contribute something meaningful to the world because of the dynamics of his survival. And it boils down to this. Um, the, the life of most guys, when they wake up in the morning, is they go to their job. Uh, it's a job that they hate. They don't feel it's uh, a useful thing that they're doing. Um, they, they get home. They're depressed. They, they eat all kinds of crap food that's making them sick. And they turn on the television, and they get programmed that they've got to eat more of that food and buy all this crap. And because they've hocked themselves into debt, they've got to go back to that job again. And where in that cycle, where in that day can this guy, who may very well be a creative genius or someone uh, extremely intelligent, where can he contribute to something that's really ultimately meaningful? For example, uh, you know, where can he uh, work toward cure for disease? Where can he work uh, toward uh, creating more opportunities for people who are uh, economically disadvantaged right now. He can't because he simply doesn't have the time. And so this brings us to the next part of the initiative, is, which is we're trying to get more and more people pulled off that grid. So we want people who are financially independent so they have that time. They're no longer in, enslaved by that system so that they can get involved in these uh, initiatives. And there's a, a nonprofit wing of this that we're going to be building, but the profit wing uh, is based on training programs that we're running people through to help them get to that point where they can have that type of freedom where, freedom where they can make a more uh, meaningful contribution. What kind of contributions will you be looking for from people? Uh, what, can, what can somebody, like somebody who's achieved financial freedom, they uh, don't have to worry about the, the 40 to 80 hour work week. Um, what are you looking for them to do? 
Well, there's a whole number of things. First, we have to agree upon uh, you know, various things that are uh, beneficial for humanity. Ultimately, what we're talking about here um, in, in the very long-term vision for humanity is, is getting society built to a point where we have automation that provides all of these basic needs for everyone without having to work. And this may sound utopian. It may even sound socialist. It's certainly not. Um, I, I certainly wouldn't propose uh, any type of socialist, uh, extremely socialist agenda. Um, I'm, I'm all for uh, helping people out. But we have to look at it like this. Um, water right now, if you want to use that as an example, we could, if we wanted to, call it quasi-socialist. Okay, But it's not, right? It's... Water is pseudo-free. It's very close to being free simply because we have the technology that makes the mass distribution of it uh, readily available right now. So, you know, it, it's almost negligible what most people in the industrialized world will pay for their running water. Okay? We have the ability, we have the technology right now to do that for almost all other basic human needs. What we're lacking is the will. But instead, what are we doing? Okay, what, instead, what we're focusing on is, is sectarian complaints. We're focusing on uh, resources that we know are diminishing instead of finding alternatives to them. Right? We're complaining about whose line in the sand is drawn where. When this, to me, is the height of insanity, when we have no idea whether or not the way we're structured right now as a society is even going to be sustainable. At what point in your career were you able to take a step back from the, the, the business of making money and take a hard look at the world's issues and go, okay, this is what I need to do? Well, this is something that's actually been brewing in the back of my mind for many, many years, but I, I, it didn't really sink in uh, until probably, I don't know, maybe five or six years ago that I really needed to do that. And when that happened, that was probably the, the beginning of the end for uh, my life as, as a marketing guru. It created a lot of tension in my mind. I, I knew that, hey, wait a minute, you know, this is all nice, but... This isn't what I should be doing, you know. Um, really what I'm doing with uh, the Internet marketing guru work is polishing the brass on the Titanic, right, when I should be getting out there uh, patching up the holes and, and, and doing what I can to, to make what I really see as my major contribution a reality. Now, before you anybody, know, anybody out there may think, um, you know, this, this uh, Mark guy, you know, take it all with a grain of salt. He must be, uh, you know, some sort of hippie or something. Like you, you spent some time in the in the military, correct? Like years. <laughs> yeah, that's the. You know, generally, if somebody hears me talking like this, they think, "Oh, wow, this guy must be a socialist, a communist." Frankly, I, I'm I'm very anti-communism. Uh, communism, clearly, if you look at it, has killed far more people than anything else. We talk a lot about Hitler, but frankly, uh, Stalin and Mao have got him beat by a couple of orders of magnitude um, in terms of actual murder. Um, so, yeah, I, I was in the military for almost a decade. Um, at a time, I would have branded myself uh, a conservative in that sense. At this point, I don't really have any faith in either party. I think that uh, a lot of what they uh, you know, pose to us is, is posturing and nonsense and distraction from what's really going on, but that's, of course, uh, an entirely different distract, uh, entirely different uh, uh, conversation. But, yeah, I, I was in the military. I, I, I believe uh, in my country, uh, you know, uh, ideologically. I, I certainly don't believe uh, in a lot of what's going on there right now. Um, I don't know if we want to get into that conversation. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think America is a great, great 
idea. I mean, think about it, right? Conceptually, here's a place where anyone, it doesn't matter what religion they are, it doesn't matter what color, it doesn't matter what their background or their qualification, at one point they could come to America and they could find opportunity. And that is what we're supposed to be doing for everyone as humans, not just in one place. And the fact that we're not doing that on a global scale is, is crazy to me. Um, Mark, if you could, we have to go to a break. Um, just got a signal from the from the producer, but I want to come back and talk about um, some of the books that you've written, and um, I want to talk about atomic mind bombs. <laughs> okay, we'll be back great. in a few moments on Webmaster Radio. Um, the alternative, the alternative. On We'll be back after this short commercial break. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch searchmedia.com today. Are your ads managing you? Tired of click fraud and little or no ROI on your pay-per-click search ads? Take control. Reduce your costs and gain valuable traffic with effective flat fee featured listings on over 245 search engines and web directories from the ISEDN.org, the independent search engine and directory network. Now free yourself from click fraud, bidding and hassles with low-cost top 10 exposure for less than $4 a month from ISEDN. So visit ISEDN.org today and discover how easy it is maximizing your company's online revenue stream with affordable search engine and directory flat fee ads from the ISEDN.org. Generating buzz for your company is essential and now easier than ever with PaperPost, the consumer-generated advertising network. Our powerful network of bloggers at PaperPost will creatively expose your product or service through original link-generated ads and embedding video or audio on their sites. Launch your viral marketing campaigns with confidence and enjoy increased traffic with higher conversion rates only through PaperPost. Visit PaperPost.com and join the revolution. Viva la revolution! And now, transport back into the alternative on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host, Jim Hedger. We're back on The Alternative with Mark Joyner. Mark, um, we've got to drag you back into the world of, mar- of online marketing again. Um, I've been looking at your, at your blog, uh, markjoyner.name, Um What's an atomic mind bomb? <laughs> well, the, the tagline, therefore, is atomic mind bombs clearing your path to a better life. And uh, the idea behind those cartoons is very simple. Um, you know, you can tell someone something verbally, and um, as a didactic method, a method of teaching, um, it can be very effective, but by itself it's usually not. And to help someone to learn something in, in a deeper, more meaningful way, you have to get into linking those connections up through various types of media and, and, and various different uh, uh, neural pathways. And the, those particular cartoons are 
are all about presenting a situation to someone that is going to create a certain amount of dissonance in their mind so that they may question uh, a belief that they have held dear, that in many cases, in my opinion, I, I think may be an, an unhealthy one. And it's, it's pointing these things out so that people can make that aha discovery on their own. If I tell someone, well, you know, if you get really fat or if you drink that alcohol or if you do this, it's going to have this negative effect on you. It's very, very preachy. But if I present a situation to them where they have to make that connection, and I do it in sometimes a, a humorous way, um, usually in a controversial way, um, the impact on their brain, I believe, that this is as the theory goes, it's going to be a, a, a much more uh, dramatic change for them. In uh, 2002, in your, your book, Mind Control Marketing, you suggest that uh, marketers use forbidden mind control techniques and ruthless military tactics. How much, of, um, how much of that carries through in your work today? Yeah, that's a really good question. Well, if you read the book that came out after that, the print book, um, I, I call it the uh, the yin to the yang that's mind control marketing. Frankly, I, I wish I had never written that book in that context um, at this point. Looking back on it, um, you know, I, I don't think teaching people that form of influence is a very healthy thing. Um, the Irresistible Offer, the sequel to that, um, is what I think is a much healthier approach. So instead of teaching people the, the loopholes into the back doors of people's minds and teaching people how to uh, capitalize on that and manipulate that for selling whatever, um, the Irresistible Offer, I think, is a much more wholesome approach, which is, hey, look, look at this as a, a quid pro quo, an exchange between you and a consumer. And it has to be one that's not just fair, but, but amazingly good for the recipient. So what I'm doing now with things like Atomic Mind Bombs and the, also the upcoming uh, Simpleology print book, um, which uh, is coming out in March, um, which is going to expand uh, greatly on the, uh, the stuff that we teach uh, at the Simpleology site. Um, we're teaching people some of that same stuff, but from a different context. Now we're saying, look at what the marketing world is using to manipulate you and using to trick you into making bad decisions. Okay? And again, I, I admit that I was one of the guys teaching people that in that context. Um, I, I'm also someone who believes that people evolve. I've got no problem with looking back at something I've done in the past and going, Yep, that was stupid. That was a mistake. Let me change that. Okay, and I, I hope that we all have the uh, the maturity and uh, the uh, the common sense to to do that. So that's the the evolution of those ideas now. Okay, um, you write about what's a brain hack. Brain hack. <laughs> yeah, that is a, a marketing line from Simpleology, and basically we're talking about you know, taking advantage again of those loopholes in the brain and instead of using it to manipulate someone or trick them into buying something, teach people how to use that uh, type of technology to trick themselves to be more effective. And the idea here is this. Um, most of us uh, are probably not very effective workers. Uh, I would venture to say that if you talk to the average worker at an American company and you said, hey, do you think that you do maybe less than two hours of effective work a day, would you say that that's roughly true? If you were to get an honest answer from most American workers, I, I think that the answer would probably be yes, because most people are wasting time or they're not using their time uh, effectively. And so what we're talking about there in Simpleology is sort of hacking into the brain as such. 
and setting things up so that you can spend many effective hours at work and get effectively much, much more done in a shorter period of time. And to me, I think this is a, an extremely important thing because think about that. If you can get more done in less time, the implications for your life are pretty profound. Indeed. Now, I've had a chance to go through. I, I actually went, became a, became a member, went through the uh, Simpleology 101. Unfortunately, I, I just started this earlier, so I've only had a chance to make it through the first couple lessons at this point um, and, and listen to them. What I found thus far is that the vast majority, uh, at least of the first two, and I assume that you know, probably pretty consistent through, just a, just a little more advanced, are things you either know already and ignore or don't know but should. You just never stop to actually think about the way your world functions. Um, things like the, uh, you make a great one in lesson one on drinking a glass of water. You can't will it, you can't yell at it, you got to stop, pick it up, and drink it. Um, would you say that that is the case with most sort of marketing things and, and in the way that we all function is, it's just just training our brains to deal with uh, what we already know we need to do, we just don't do it for whatever reason, because we're trained to not do it or, or because we're just so caught up and what we're doing, that we forget what we should be doing. Yeah, I, I think in, in a sense you're, you're right on. And I mean, that at a foundational level is what Simpleology is all about. Um, there are some basic fundamental things that we all know. For example, as you mentioned in, in, in Lesson 1 there, the straight line method. The, the problem is this. We have a lot of people out there that are being very, very persuasive to teach us that something that, that simply is, is totally contrary to that very, very obvious truth is the actual truth. Um, so, you know, we've got all of these methods that we teach people, and, and the economics of it will sustain that. So let's say, for example, you've got a, a self-help guru out there, and, and, and I don't want to, you know, make this sound like, um, you know, I'm, I'm tearing any of these guys down. I mean, most of these guys in the personal development business and in marketing teaching, I, I know almost all of them personally, you know, and a lot of them are very good friends of mine. I don't agree with a lot of what they do, and I make it very clear to them <laughs> that that's the case. Um, and uh, what I think happens, though, is they get some idea, some notion. Um, so, for example, they may get the notion that, well, quantum physics proves that you can attract into your life what you want. So instead of taking action to do it, what you need to do is think about what you want, and it's going to come to you. For example, I saw in this movie this guy said, look, you know, if you want to have a salami sandwich, eat it, because that's not what's going to make you fat. What's going to make you fat is thinking about fat. Um, I think that that's probably absolute rubbish, and I, I don't think that he really has any scientific proof to back that up. However, I, I, I bet you could find a vast number of people who could tell you anecdotally and also you know, back it up with a tremendous amount of scientific evidence that, well, as a matter of fact, eating the right food and exercising is, in fact, what's going to make you skinny, not thinking about what's going to make you skinny. But somebody teaches this idea, they latch onto it, and then through the, uh, the psychological process of cognitive dissonance, they find it very, very difficult to disagree with themselves. And this is a fundamental thing that we all need to learn as people. Hey, guess what? Sometimes we're wrong, and we've got to make it so it's okay to be wrong. But these guys, it's not okay to be wrong, and then it's reinforced in the fact that they're getting paid a lot of money for this. So if they contradict themselves, they're not going to be making any money anymore because their entire platform is, is disrupted. And that's one of the many ways that, that people are, are, are getting hacked into their brains right now and, and are having implanted in there some very dangerous ideas. 
Hey, Mark. Um, in your career, how much of your uh, how many of your techniques or your tactics were hard won knowledge, and how much was just just came to you as basic common sense? Wow, that's a really really good question. Um, I I'd really have to sit down and think about that, but I'd like to say around half and half. You know. Um, a, a lot of stuff just sort of did come to me. I was very lucky, uh, and then in my early days when I was teaching myself marketing, um, I came up with a notion that ended up being quite useful, and that was that I wanted to use uh, things that I had learned through a generic study of psychology uh, and human motivation and military tactics and apply those things to marketing, and that was the, the, the fundamental foundation um, of, of what I learned as a marketer. Um, however, I had to refine those things by looking at how those things were actually playing out in the real world and, and like a scientist, continue to refine those hypotheses over time. So I would say it's definitely a combination. Mark, um, I, I just, in, in doing some, some of the reading and, and when signing up for the, the Simpleology, and, and just a weird, it's almost on a health one, but I, I, I know of this product and I, I've taken it myself. Might as well educate some other people. L-glutamine. You're, you're obviously a, a huge fan. Can you maybe inform us a little bit about it? Because you're, you're obviously a huge, a huge fan and, and why it might even help us geeks. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's, it's a, a huge benefit for geeks. I'm sort of being a, a, a half-pseudo-geek myself. I think my, my life is half-geek, half-not-geek. But um, I, I would say, uh, first of all, I want to point out that that report came out sort of as a teaser for a course we have coming up called Simpleology 103, The Simple Science of Personal Energy. And we were sort of presenting that information uh, to contrast things. First, I wanted to tell people, look, um, this isn't a come on for you to buy this product. I, I don't have a link to buy that product anywhere. I just tell people that there are ways they can find it on the net for cheap. Um, and also in that course that we don't focus really a lot just on supplements. I think supplements uh, can help, but at a foundational level, there are other things that we need to do to improve our health before we start slapping the, these boosters on there. And uh, this is something we make abundantly clear in that course. And so that's why I just wanted to provide the context for that. So with that said, um, I don't recommend but a few supplements uh, in that course. L-glutamine is one of them, and these supplements had to meet a number of different criteria. One is it had to be something that is probably extremely safe, it, it, even at very high doses. And, and by the way, guys, I'm not a doctor. Uh, check this stuff out on your own before you start uh, popping this stuff, all right? Um, two, it had, it had to be backed up by a tremendous amount of scientific research showing that it had a definite positive impact on health. Three, it had to be something that was readily available that you could get on the cheap if you know where to look for it. And four, it had to be something relatively devoid of side effects. Glutamine is probably uh, the king of supplements that sit on the top of those four different criteria. Um, glutamine is the most commonly found amino acid in your body. 67% roughly of your muscle mass is composed of glutamine, but it's more than that. Your immune system needs glutamine and a number of other systems as well. And so what happens here is there, there is a connection between your muscle mass, 
your immune system and your stress levels because every time you stress yourself, I'm talking about mental stress and the classic sense of stress, and we expand on this idea a lot more in 103, um, you, you know, beyond creating more homocysteine and all these other stress hormones, you're burning up glutamine. So if you stress yourself out, your glutamine levels can drop, and then guess what happens? Your immune system can be affected. Now, this is why also when you're sick, you, you just don't have enough energy to take uh, more stress, and you, and you can't exercise. And then it, anybody who is in the gym all the time knows if you overtrain yourself, you can lower your immune system, and all of these things are connected from what we're finding right now. And by the way, we, we, we're still scratching just the very surface in what we know about the human body and all of these connections, but we're finding more and more and more that the one thing that connects these things is glutamine. Now, one reason why people are overlooking this stuff is that it's not one of the eight essential amino acids, but a lot of people are calling it conditionally essential because if you're stressing yourself out or if your um, immune system is suppressed, um, you, know, you may be sick or you may even have uh, AIDS. A lot of AIDS patients are taking gloomy now. Or if you're a bodybuilder, um, some scientists are saying in those cases it, it, it's pretty much essential. So I, I know a lot of people who don't exercise a lot but spend a lot of time in front of the computer, and the geek lifestyle puts a tremendous amount of stress on the body. Now, you may think, well, that's crazy. What are we doing? We're just sitting on these chairs. But that's the thing. Sitting in a sedentary position for a long time also creates stress on the body. It's not like exercise. It's actually negative stress. Um, exercise is positive stress. Or, you know, as we talk about in, in the Simpleology 103 course, you stress, which is the opposite of, of distress. Okay. So um, taking glutamine, I think, is essential for geeks because we probably know that when we spend a lot of time in front of the computer um, and we're not getting enough sunlight, we're not getting proper nutrition, our immune system can be suppressed. So I would definitely recommend it. But I would also like to say, and I know that a lot of the, the geeks listening out there are probably going to moan and groan about this, guys, you've got to get out there and start exercising your bodies, <laughs> and you've got to stop living with your left hand uh, in the Dorito bag and your right hand on the mouse. You know, because um, that food is really causing a, a lot of distress in your body. So fundamentally, if you could get rid of those those basic things, you'd be doing a lot better. But glutamine can um, certainly help the process along the way. Okay, and, uh, Mark, I'm sorry, we've got to stop living on borrowed time. I've been getting flashes from the from the producer. Um, we got to go to break, but I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I'd love to have you back again. I'd there's any last thing, really quickly, you'd like to tell the listeners about your, your new mission in life and what they can do to help? Well, sure. The, the first thing that they need to do is just go to simpleology.com. That's S-I-M-P-L-E-O-L-O-G-Y.com. And Simpleology 101 is totally free. Yes, we've got courses that you'll pay for there because um, obviously there's got to be an economic arm to what we're building here. Uh, but the Simpleology course to start you out is totally free. We're going to be offering a lot of other free stuff coming up here within the next week or two, which I'm very, very excited about, but I can't reveal yet. Um, and then the next thing is just to go to markjoiner.name, uh, M-A-R-K-J-O-Y. Y-N-E-R, and uh, just start poking around there. Look at the what, what I call the Mark Joyner constructs. Read those ideas. If those things resonate with you, get in our community. And by the way, you can see success stories from people who are using Simpleology uh, there. Get in the community and start talking to people. Pull yourself off the grid. Make it so you don't have to be a slave to that anymore. And then start getting involved in something meaningful. And the path that we're outlining should help people uh, function in that way. Mark, thank you so much. We've uh, we got to go to break. We'll be back in about two minutes on WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for having me. The Alternative Radio Network.
alternative. On webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short commercial break. Are you getting the most out of your online advertising? Now get more from your media spend with superior real-time targeting and creative optimization technology. Get more now from Casali Media. Casali Media. Save big as Casali Media's ad experts place your premium campaigns across the web's hottest properties at the most competitive rates. Want more? Get, get more. Visit casalimedia.com slash more to request your media kit. Casali Media. Advertising online is better here. Casali Media. Marketing payouts lacking green, leaving you seeing red? Get your business in the black with NeverBlueAds.com. Sign up with NeverBlueAds.com today and earn an additional $200 for the first $200 generated. Get ready to flash those pearly whites with unique campaigns, real-time stats, great personal service, and high payouts on time every month from NeverBlueAds.com. Results for advertisers, income for affiliates, everybody wins with a better marketing experience from NeverBlueAds.com. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. Best of the web, the Internet's oldest directory, BOTW.org, since 1994. Our editors scour the web, finding quality sites, providing users with spam-free resources, relevant information from valuable sites. Submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less. For webmasters needing additional exposure, check out our 60-day free trial on category sponsorships. 60 days free advertising. No kidding. And don't forget the best of the web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions, 25 percent recurring commission on all products and services bloggers make sure to check out the botw blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web it's all about links baby content is king but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major fortune 500 companies textlinkads.com is your source for securing relevant links Baby, textlinkads.com. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. 
Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details. Value Click Media. And now, transport back into the alternative on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host, Jim Hedger. Well, we're back on the alternative here on webmasterradio.fm, and um, unfortunately, we don't have Lisa Weir as we expected. Um, our interview with, uh, with Mark Jorner went on a little bit longer than expected. So, Dave, um, looks like we're ad-libbing it for the next few minutes here. <laughs> do, you, do you think you and I can fill some time talking about search engines? <laughs> Geez, I don't know. But, you know, you know, one search engine or a bunch of search engines we haven't talked about a lot today are the pay-per-click search engines. Yep. And um, interestingly, next week I think we're going to be doing a lot of talk about pay-per-click search engines. We have um, Jeffrey, K. Roar, Jeffrey K. Roars coming on next week. How exciting uh, is you that? Might, that's exciting. You might remember him as the fellow who wrote the Sausage Manifesto. <laughs> don't want to watch how it's being made. You don't want to watch how it's being made, but you love enjoying the sausagey goodness that comes from your pay-per-click advertising. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's going to be that'll be an interesting show. Um, it was great having Mark on today. Like that was totally unexpected, eh? Yeah, that was went uh, went a little in a slightly different direction than I was otherwise anticipating. But wow! But uh, man, you know, it's, it's, it's great to hear that people who uh, who've been successful in the in, in our industry who've uh, you know, a guy, especially a guy like a guy like Mark, who's like done so much to define the industry that we're in. You know, they 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 find some financial freedom and they find ways to go off and try to make it a better world. I mean, that's 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 phenomenal. Sort of a, a poster boy of sorts for a, a contradiction, almost ethical marketer. Um, and and off he goes. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it was it was quite an interview. And and I thought we'd touch a little more on some of the the functional things dealing with. Uh, the marketing and the growth of his business, and, and uh, maybe get some tips on, um, you know, what different sectors are, are working better for him and, and stuff like that. But instead, we got to discuss sort of the philosophy that leads to uh, to that type of success. So uh, certainly not uh, not any loss there. Well, dude, that's what makes live radio so interesting. <laughs> Again, it's uh, media without a safety net. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, normally we uh, normally we uh, we run out of time. Here we actually ended up with a few minutes at the end. So nice to uh, nice to have that opportunity to sort of to sort of close things off. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting next week and and to discuss uh, the sausage manifesto and and all that it means and and uh, yeah, actually get it from uh, from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Absolutely. Well, luckily we've we've successfully uh, killed off our time. We're leading out from the alternatives here on Webmaster Radio. Want to thank, thanks a lot for being here, Dave, and I want to thank Mark Joyner for joining us. Um, and of course, I want to thank our sponsor, the ISEDN.org um, and SitePronews.com. Uh, on behalf of Dave Davies, this is Jim Hedger. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> 